0: Recorded live.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to this June 25th, 2015 edition of the Everything is Energy show. This is, uh, let's see, we're up to episode 488 already. This is your host, Judy Greeno, here as always to talk about the AIM program of energetic balancing with its developer, Stephen Lewis. Stephen is also the co-author of Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of work in private practice all the history that preceded the launch of this incredible self-healing technology called AIM. And we encourage everyone to enjoy this novel. If you haven't already, if you have, pick it up again. There's always something more to discover in there. You can also share the two epilogues of the book, and the prologue. The epilogues, of course, were written after AIM was launched, but the, the book is available in five languages, and these chapters are available online on all of our websites. Your facilitator, there's actually a, a whole section there about the book. It's called Sanctuary, the EMC Squared Story, and as well as on AIMProgram.com. As we begin, we want to remind our listeners that AIM Energetic Balancing is not medicine or what we tend to think of as traditional healthcare, and it does not diagnose treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you. AIM assists you in doing so 24-7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC Squared believes to be predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good. They don't return, and you cannot pass them on to offspring. Hence the phrase, become the first in the history of your family with no family history. Just as every individual is unique, every AIM participant's healing experience is unique to them. And lastly, while discussing energetic imbalances that have names that are the same as or that are similar to names of diseases, remember, we work with and are talking about energetic imbalances only, not about actual diseases. The same needs to be remembered when Stephen is discussing what a given newly revealed frequency is similar to. He's explaining to us what frequency or frequencies a a given imbalance is found to be similar to, not stating that the imbalance is that frequency or actual disease. And as we do not perform physical tests of any kind, we cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Steven, real quick before we get started, I want to do this at the beginning of the call and then again at the end to let people know that we're not doing a call next Thursday. That's July 2nd. We're taking a little extra break before the the 4th of July, so there's no call next week, and we will be back with you on July I'm looking at my calendar (laughs) July 9th will will be our next call. And just also a quick reminder, the office will be open on July 2nd, but the office will be closed on Monday, July 6th. So if you have any any renewals or applications, anything to get in, um, you might want to keep those dates in mind. And you can now send, please actually do send any of your forms directly in to EMC Squared. You can email them or mail them. Uh, the information is at the bottom of the form. The mailing address and the email address for the office is there, so keep those dates in mind. Well, Stephen, I missed you on Tuesday, so I'm looking forward to being caught up just like everybody else is today. How you doing?
2: I'm doing fine. Tuesday, I had a whole bunch of electronic things that weren't working properly, and uh, I, my my electronic guy said he had to come out, Tuesday at 4 o'clock, or he couldn't make it for God knows how long. Mm. So I said, well, okay. It's a funny thing, you know. There was a time when I was the person people called. You know, I was the expert. But as you get away from things, especially with computers and
0: all that,
2: you know, the technology move so rapidly that a year or two later when you look at something, it's it, it's just, you know, taking a quantum leap and you're absolutely, you could catch up if you said, I've got to catch up again, but you go, eh, so-and-so can do it, let him do it. It's not what I do anyway, really.
0: Exactly. I work
2: finding imbalances in consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so, and then now, so I've reached a point where um, uh, it's all, you know, it would take me forever to catch up and do it myself. So when he came over, I went, Thank God. Okay. Now I can so
1: understand that. Did. Well, we we missed you, of course, but we we enjoyed our time with Roberta, who, of course, filled in. And we're talking, so our listeners know, we're talking about a weekly call that Stephen does with all the facilitators. Um, so. Well, I
2: made sure she had all the information. Yep. So, yeah, uh,
1: she's was, and she's always on them anyway. She just talked this time.
2: <laughs> right. Anyway, well, let me tell you an interesting story about you know this guy who came over.
0: All He's
2: right. Really, really a bright. Guy. And you know, I've saw he's he's almost Renaissance bright. He's he's familiar with this and that, and he plays several instruments, and on and on and on. He just is he's really, really articulate and bright. And as is the case with so many bright people, he uses his intellect and his intelligence as his primary means of dealing with life. It's 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 just almost a reflex. For example, if you have somebody who has great speed, they'll develop, they'll work on their running. Mm-hmm. When that's the thing they don't need work on, really. Perhaps they, you know, there's an area of weakness, but they're, but they're great at running. And the opposite's true. If someone is like incredibly strong, they'll work on like pumping iron more.
0: Right.
2: And the hell with running. So anyway, it's it's just a, this guy's very bright. I hadn't seen him in about a couple of years. And uh, he came in, he looked like hell, and I said, you know, what's, what's up? Well, he has very, very, very virulent, active cancer. Mm. And they've given him, he says, at the most a couple of years left. Whoa. And... We were talking a little bit about it, and so what he's doing to deal with it, he's learning everything he can about cancer, and he's becoming more and more and more and more knowledgeable. He understands every acronym that that the cancer foundations and workers use. He understands it all, and he, he is so into it. He'll name things, I'll go, what's that? And he'll tell me, it was just discovered last week in Peru, or whatever. And I said, let me ask you a question. I said, do they say that uh, your cancer is still moving? Yes, they they say that. I said, look, here. Do you think you are brighter than most people? Said, well, I said, no, no, no. Without any false modesty, it's a yes or no question. What do you think? He said, yes, I am. I said, I think you're right. I think you are certainly the intellectual superior of most people. But that hasn't worked for you because it's let you down. Here you are with terminal cancer and your intellect hasn't done a damn thing for you. And you're turning toward your intellect more as an answer. It has occurred to you there is an aspect of your life that is beyond your intellect, is beyond what you call science, that is controlling you, that is dominating you, uh, and that is dictating what's happening in your life. He understood what I meant. hmm But he's absolutely incapable of looking at something or in any direction other than that of his intellect.
0: He's incapable of it. Wow.
2: Uh, and I've seen that many, many, many.
1: Times. Oh, sure. Yeah, we all have. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it's why people say, "Well, so and so should get this because he's a very eminent MD," and I go, "That <laughs> <laughs> that don't work <laughs> that way because there is an this aim program is what I call I've named a spiritual technology." Now, that's chosen very carefully, but it certainly is a technology. I mean, I've spent countless hours, you know, and I don't mean meditating, I mean working on the technology, but it is healing, and healing is fundamentally spiritual, Mm -hmm. and consequently we have what I have named, once again, a spiritual technology. And uh, if I were to remove the spirituality from my work, nothing would work. It would not work at all. Mm -hmm. And I was—I'm a fairly cynical guy, you know. And I mean, so for me to make that statement, to come to that place, uh, took quite a bit. But it—it became so obvious that, you know, there it is. But most people will not make that leap.
0: hmm
2: They, you know, yeah, I remember in one of my favorite poems there's a line, we are led to believe a lie when we cannot see, th- when we see not through the eye. Mm. Um, well, you know, and that's one of my favorite poems and one of my favorite poets. And a guy who somehow knows better than that, but that's William Blake.
0: Mm.
2: And, uh, I often think about this stuff and I hear all the stories and people, you know, and, and, and stories are becoming more and more prevalent. Yeah. I, I live in a little area, you know, on the Pacific West Coast. And this area right now, there are more houses for sale than have ever been known. Mm. Because
0: people are succumbing. Um you know, But
2: despite that, nobody seems to get what is happening. But some people get it, but those people who get it don't get it because their intellect led them there. Right. They get it because they set their intellect aside and let themselves feel
0: something. And right. they, when they did that, if it resonated
2: within them, Went, well, this feels right. hmm You know, it's amazing how few people could do that.
1: Yep, the willingness to say, what if? What if I don't know it all?
2: Yeah, and, you know, and I talk to people, you know, on a given Sunday, people who are coming from church, and it was a great sermon and gone. So-and-so is such a spiritual man, this and that and that. And... Uh, I talked to them about healing themselves, go, oh well that's different. <laughs> yeah. Now is it not different, it was fundamentally what Jesus Christ
0: mm-hmm.
2: referred to, and there it is in their book, the New Testament. When right. he said you could do much greater things than this if you possessed the faith ...of a mustard seed.
0: hmm Indeed. Right? Mm-hmm.
2: And they go to their church, and most of them pay some money to their church, which is called, you know, a tithe or whatever, and they still don't get it. And I don't want to get into it with them, so I don't. But I mean, I, I always feel like saying... Well, if you feel this way, why do you go to church? What's, what's the point? Is it, is it the social aspect? Maybe that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, so here we are. Here we are. Yeah, I see things moving very rapidly, very, very rapidly. So we can use that, if you like, ma'am, as <laughs> an intro to what's new.
1: I like very much. So let's see here. The last, when we talked last Thursday, that was the 18th, Stephen, and you took us through frequency 8643, but you left us knowing that you had a suspicion that there was something lurking. And sure enough, something else was, uh, was added that same day. So I show... One, two, three, four. I show five hereditary frequencies to discuss today. The last one we talked about Thursday was 86.43.
2: Well, you're absolutely correct. We have five. Okay. I don't know if there will be six. I'm not sure. It's been an interesting, interesting, interesting week. Uh, I had a flood of things, and it's just... We're on the cusp of something, my dear. Uh, you know, check with me next week, and I'll tell you what.
0: Okay. Right,
2: right now. <laughs> we did 43, okay, and 43 has come and gone, and that's it. Okay? Does anyone still have it? No. No one has it. Unless, if they they're healing, unless, their, their... unless their capacity to heal is diminished or their brand new Spiking new on the tray. Right. Okay. So, so, the next one is 8653. 8653 is interesting and unique uh, in several ways. It's a bacterium. Now, there are very, very, very few unknown bacterial imbalances. Mm-hmm. When I find one, I go, oh, I must have hit the wrong. There. I checked it, it was bacteria. And I checked it and checked it and checked it. It was a bacteria. All right. (laughs) Very strange because either it's called something totally different uh, or it's an unknown bacteria. And it is not that uncommon. It is 8653, a bacteria. First of all, it is similar to Beryllia Mayamotoy. Beryllia Mayomotoi deserves the question, what the hell is Beryllia Mayamotoy?
1: <laughs> yes, it does.
2: Um, and, I mean, it's easy to look up, but you never hear about it, you know.
0: Mm-mm.
2: I've been through, I don't know how many hours of training and, and you know, pathology and this and everything else. I never heard of it. And it's it's very similar to two things we know, similar to Lyme disease, similar to relapsing fever. Mm. Apparently, what's common with it is a meningoencephalitis type reaction. What was that I, first word
1: it, before encephalitis?
2: Uh, uh, Meningo. The meninges are the coverings of the spinal cord and brain. Oh, okay. And but you know meningitis. Mhm. Okay. Inflammation of the meninges is meningitis, um, and so it gives you a little more insight when you say, you know, meningitis type stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. That means the
2: meninges are inflamed. Okay. Um. So it's similar to Borreliabotuloy, Bur- 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 which, as I said, is in. Well, it affects the kidney, it affects the lungs, it affects the skin, affects a lot of things, but it also affects the brain and spinal cord and gives you a an encephalitis meningitis type response.
0: Mm.
2: Okay? Yep. It is also similar to my pet imbalance, strep and propioni, And uh, that was my entry into this and that's why I had it. And I was so tired I could like could not sit down keep my eyes open I mean I had to like stand up or I'd fall down and last and never least is the killer bees and that's Priscilla Sirius from BC Bovis Uh, neck and low back I'm sorry uh, low back and
0: hip
2: hip joint and low back that's
0: right Mm -hmm. sorry
2: so that is thank you so much. Judy. So that's eighty six fifty three. And for what it's worth, it is gone. Okay. Eighty six fifty three came on what date? You that was measure? that
1: was added after the call, found and added after our call last Thursday, so it went on the eighteenth of June.
2: Went on the eighteenth of June.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, well and today is the twenty fifth. Yes, it should be gone, and it is. Okay, let's get mm-hmm. back to reality for a moment. And the last thing it's similar to I said it was B and B. Well, that's eighty-six fifty-three, and is gone in anyone um, who, in whom it should be gone. Which brings us to eighty-six sixty-three. Eighty-six sixty-three is something that was found on the twenty-first. And that is last Thursday, also.
1: Mm-hmm. Didn't go. It didn't go on the main trays until Monday, the twenty-second. For the record.
2: Okay. And it is similar to first, it's it's Mhm.
0: And
2: it's similar to first of all polio. We know all about polio. You know the cramping in the feet and legs going up into the low back and affecting cramping in the muscles in the rib cage and diaphragm, which is why. Once your muscles and your ribs and diaphragm don't move, you don't breathe. Right. Breathing is a mechanical action. Diaphragm moves, your ribs move, and there it is—you is breathing. If they don't work, they don't move. You're not breathing. So, uh, that's polio. And then right after that, it's also similar to MS. Uh, MS is is MS. You know, it can kill you, and it does kill many people, Um, but before it does that, it makes their lives fundamentally a shambles. Mm -hmm. That's basically the story of the And the last thing it's similar to, thank you, I think it's similar to is lymphatic syphilis. That's people
0: who have
2: swollen throats and they those lumps in your neck, etc. So that's 8663, all right? That is still present in many people on AIM. Okay. But it went on Monday, as you said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so will it be gone today? Because it was there Monday and Tuesday. Uh, will it be gone today? I don't know, but we'll find out. But it it goes quickly. I know that right now. It, okay. It, it's fierce, but it's not tenacious. Which brings us to 8614. 8614 is, once again, a prion. Mm. And, no. No? Rickettsial, sorry.
1: Okay, that's going to say, okay. oh, we we'll haven't have one of those in a while. All right, back to Rickettsial.
2: Back to Rickettsial. And... Uh, it was what I consider to be a very, very fierce imbalance. It still is present. It's still there. The first thing it's similar to is MS,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which makes it um, pretty much a drag just by itself. Also, it's similar to cystic fibrosis. I don't recall seeing those two together very often.
1: Hmm, um, yep, I'd have uh, to check.
2: Okay, and the last thing is it's similar to cancer of the adrenals. Um, that's a pretty, this
0: whole thing is a pretty <laughs> toxic
2: combination. Indeed. MS, cystic fibrosis, and adrenal cancer. Hmm. Now, it's not a cancer imbalance, but it's similar right. uh, to a cancer. Uh, all right. Well, that's eighty six fourteen. That will be gone. Um, I would say by tomorrow morning.
1: Okay, that just went on. My, uh, let's see, that went on Tuesday, the twenty third.
2: Right, and I think it's going to be gone by, by Friday. Okay, but that's not uncommon. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mhm. The same time that I found that, I also found 8624. 8624 was uh, pretty widespread, actually. Uh, It couldn't be found until a given point in time and a given point in space. We reached that point, and it's common in a lot of people. So,
0: uh, it is a fungus. Mm. And as
2: a fungus, the thing it's most similar to is polio. Um, I think there's another fungus similar to polio. I'm not sure, but this one certainly is. let me just some coffee that I needed. There. It's similar to Polio. It's also similar to TWE. Well, uh, both polio and TWE are central central nervous system diseases, the brain, spinal
0: cord. Okay. Mm. Yeah? Mhm.
2: So there is a link that way. The last thing it's similar to is lymphatic syphilis. Well, lymphatic syphilis is third stage syphilis. Third stage syphilis is always in the brain, usually in the spinal cord. Um, so this is a brain-spinal cord type imbalance. Uh, it may be other places, but it's certainly in the brain-spinal and spinal cord. It's central a central nervous system and peripheral nervous system imbalance. Mm. Uh, very, very strong. Very strong. Uh, my work indicates it will be gone sometime tomorrow. If it isn't gone until Saturday, so what? You know? It's hereditary. It's been there a long time, but it'll be gone tomorrow, maybe the latest on Saturday.
1: Was there, was there any, any anything or something about this frequency that made you expect it to, to be relatively prevalent in people?
2: No, offhand, I couldn't see it. But then when I began checking just the people I know, I kept mm-hmm. saying, yeah, he has it, she has it, he has it, she has it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but in and of itself, it's just a frequency. There's nothing about it that would tell me. But you know, when you think about it, it's, you've heard this before, though, polio and muscle cramping and,
0: mm-hmm.
2: oh, you know, lack of ambulation. The old people, yeah. that's the rule, not the exception. Mm-hmm. And encephalitis, old people are considered, if you're old and you're a little bit crackers, that's considered normal.
0: <laughs> normal. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yep. he's not crazy, he's old, okay. I mean, I don't know if you've said it, but you've heard it
1: <laughs> right,
2: okay, Hand lymphatic syphilis, well, that's pretty common uh and have swollen glands in your throat uh, that is not a rare state at all, so that's eighty six twenty four uh, gone tomorrow or Saturday at the latest. And the last one is 8634. 8634 is skin, 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 skin. It's rickettsial. The thing it's most similar to, to begins with, is elephant man disease. Well, you know, if you get away from the movie for a minute and look at the pictures of Alzheimer's disease, it's a skin disease, without a doubt. It um, causes a lot of heat in the skin, a lot of dryness, a lot of, you know, it's its a skin disease for sure. But it's also similar to Borrelia vincente, which is a skin and gum disease. I have found it most commonly in the gums, but mm. i found it in the skin. And I look online, read about it. They see it as a skin disease, also as well as the gums. In fact, they see it as skin disease and don't mention the gums often. But I mean, I think any dentist, if you ask them about Vincent's angina. They'll say, well, yeah, that's a skin condition, dental condition of the gums. Well, this is what causes it. Oria Vincente causes what they call Vincente's angina. So, that is the second of the three. The third of the three things, 8634, similar to, is Coritobacterium. And Coritobacterium, very simply, is considered to be the cause of adult acne. Okay. Okay. Which I think is usually kind of boils or something. Not always, not only, but it, it's a, it's a common phenomenon with dolakhni. So there they are the 3 with 8634. That's
1: enough. Yeah.
2: And I would uh, say. Well, as I pointed out to someone, the great thing about skin diseases is You know, you can have a disease in the liver or kidney and have damaged liver or kidneys, etc., and that's it. It affects your life dramatically, and perhaps you'll never be all better and all that. Mm -hmm. If you have hereditary imbalances in the skin, you can look like hell. Right. But in two weeks, three weeks, a month the most, it's possible for no trace of that to be showing. Nothing regenerates as rapidly as the skin.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, even if you're like a hundred years old, you get a cut, it heals, grows back. And you look a couple weeks later, there's no sign of where that cut was, unless that cut got infected, and the infection, you know, destroys some it's generally speaking, whatever's in the skin when it heals it's gone and that's it
0: mm-hmm. if there was
2: if it destroyed some tissue there'll be a a little scar tissue or a little hole or whatever but not a big deal right uh your skin will have all its vitality etc it should have skin is very very regenerative uh, it's very superficial also as in skin deep
0: mm-hmm. so that is
2: the, that's what I've got so far. I expect, uh, I'll be doing a little bit of testing. I expect to see some major changes by the end of this weekend. Then will there be anything? I get all at there's nothing left. And yes, there's one thing. <laughs> so I'll get something, but I don't know in whom I have no idea. uh. Um, But I think we're getting toward the very end of the trail.
1: Which ones are you still dealing with, Stephen?
2: Which one am I dealing with? Yeah. I am dealing with
0: 8614.
2: Oh. There it is. 8614,
0: and here it is. 8624. Um, no.
2: 8614. 8614 is what it is.
1: That's the only one you're dealing with right now?
2: That is correct. Okay. But you and, said that, uh,
1: that's pretty powerful impact on on uh, feeling tired, huh?
2: Well, cancer the adrenals that'll do it. <laughs> uh, that'll do it. You know, that's like any other disease of that sort.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The adrenals are, um, uh, you know, it's it's probably, they're endocrine organs,
0: right?
2: And just like the you know the, the pancreas and many others, what happens is. And it first begins to manifest. You'll it it works too hard. You secrete too much adrenaline, and you're wired, mm. totally wired. And everyone who knows you says, "Wow, look at the energy he has!" And it's uh, a ridiculous comment. You get too much adrenaline. You're secreting adrenaline when there's no reason for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, after a while, your adrenals kind of burn out, and then you secrete none. And when you secrete no adrenaline, um, you are not a party animal. Indeed. And that describes me lately. (laughs) All right. Not a party animal. Uh, Because I'm sleepy. Yeah. And also, the MS makes you sleepy. That's common. It's very common, uh, as a side effect. People with MS are just drowsy. They nod out. And that's part of it. Mm-hmm. take fibrosis, well, that's breathing. So uh, all things considered, I'm not scheduling much of an activity thing for the next <laughs> few days.
1: Understood.
2: But that's okay. You know what I mean? I'm very happy just sitting around looking at the damn ocean. <laughs> This will be gone in a couple of days, and that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: that's where I stand. That's what I've got. Um, I will answer any questions you have if I can.
1: Well, just that it's interesting uh, with, with what, five frequencies, and we had three different types. We had the rickettsial, which, of course, was insect-borne um, initially, and then the fungal, and then the bacteria. So that's uh, that's more variety than we usually have in a week's time. Any comment on that? I know the categories mean more to you than anybody else, but it was just an interesting observation.
2: Well, I have absolutely no comment on that.
0: Okay. Except
2: that we seem to be getting toward the tail end. Okay. And uh, to get to that tail end, we had to go through vast hordes, swarms of insects. And uh, that is what's noteworthy to me.
0: Mm, Okay.
2: All the rickettsial imbalances. Um so I am hopefully at the tail end of my wait state. Let's see what happens. And that's, uh, I've been waiting all these years. I can wait another couple of days, I can say that.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah.
2: So that's what I've got. You can't get too much from me, but you can ask
1: Okay, well, I would just and I didn't, I didn't do a lot of reading about it, but I, I saw on TV, I guess yesterday, and then again this morning, um, where evidently it's pancreatic cancer has never been easy to catch early, but somebody thinks they have some sort of a blood test now that may um, detect that. Did you did you see that?
2: Uh, I saw something, um, but. They haven't used it in humans yet from what I've gathered,
1: oh okay um is that is is that is that pretty much one of the one of the most difficult things uh for people to to overcome at least if they're not on the aim program?
2: yeah, I mean you remember something you only have one pancreas
0: right you got right. two
2: kidneys, you got two lungs but you only have one pancreas but uh sure, I mean I remember a guy in uh l a I was in Little House on the Prairie, was it Michael Landon?
1: Oh, Michael Landon, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, everybody I knew in LA was going to Michael Landon's house, knocking on the door saying, Michael, will you please see Steve Lewis? Mm. And they came to me and said, will you please see Michael Landon? I said, I'll see Michael Landon if he says he'd like to see him. I mean, will you I'm not going to sit and break into his house?
0: Right.
2: He'll shoot me. I've seen him with a gun.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
2: know? And uh but it was it was interesting to watch because he was there looking he had a very strong presence. Right. And he was a strong looking guy. He said, I still have all the strength in the world, look at this and he fell down on the floor and did I think a dozen one arm push ups. I said, Look at that. How many people out there could do a dozen one arm push ups? For one. Oh, you're really strong. Okay. About a month or a month and a half later, he was dead. Yeah. The last thing that goes are the muscles.
0: Mm, Okay. There's something
2: much, much, much more fundamental that goes before they go. He could have possibly been doing a one-arm push-up the day before he transitioned. He didn't get it. Most people don't get it. There yeah. is something that is spiritual about healing and about this, about consciousness. If he had, in my mind, if he had cancer of the pancreas, and he did, uh, he created that with his consciousness. And uh, if he had healed it, he would have created the healing with his consciousness. Consciousness is what shapes energy. Period energy has no shape it has no dimension it ain't got nothing everything about energy can be said in really a little over a second energy is
0: Mm -hmm.
2: that's the end of the sentence it's the end of the paragraph it's the end of the topic it is What is it? It is whatever you make it with your consciousness. But for most of us, our consciousness is not volitional. For most of us, we are not aware of what we are doing with our consciousness. And there's always been these many, many, many disciplines uh, with only one purpose in mind, to make consciousness, make our consciousness more volitional, to make us understand the point of our consciousness, to make us understand what it is, as opposed to having it be some hidden thing that ends us letting us be a leaf on the ocean, going wherever the next wave takes us and that's it. Uh, You can be that or you can control the ocean. Uh, it's up to you. That's the thing. And that's that's the kind of thing that this guy I saw this past weekend and that um, Michael Landon and like so many people don't get that you know, it's not going to be their intellect that's going to help them or save them.
0: Right.
2: Um, you know, and the only answer to that about your intellect is it would behoove you to keep an open mind. Fair enough?
1: Fair enough, which always gets me back to the awesome prologue in the book Sanctuary.
2: Oh, I think we're going to hear it, aren't we?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I, we can end with that if you'd like. <laughs> sure, let's do it. All
2: right,
1: let me grab my book here. It's about that time anyway, and I I just think... Um, you know, it, maybe maybe somebody would find that just you know if you have somebody that um, that is willing to sit still long enough to listen to the to read the prologue, um, maybe that maybe it'll speak to them. So here we go with the prologue in Sanctuary.
0: Will you
2: read it? I'll listen.
1: Okay. What if one day you woke up and realized that the world was different than you thought, vastly different? What if you found yourself in the middle of a scientific and spiritual revolution? that challenge the very foundations of everything you know about the world around you? What if your sense of certainty about your separateness in the universe could be shattered by the direct experience of oneness with all things? What if that scientific revolution was really a revolution in human consciousness? How would you feel if the things in your life that block you, slow you down, and stop you from being what you've always wanted to be could vanish? What if your awareness of your connectedness to all things became an earth-shakingly positive experience of the flow of energy in the universe through your mind, body, and spirit? If the path to consciousness could be traveled in an instant, would you be ready? Could you step through the looking glass to see the world as it really is if it meant throwing away your old ideas? This book is about how I experienced, beyond a shadow of a doubt, That the world is the way the mystics have said it is. It tells the story of a journey I took. It was a literal and a metaphorical journey in which, step by inexorable step, I came to a place where the truth about the way things really could, excuse me, about the way things really are, could no longer be denied. In this place, the energy of the universe surged through me and moved me like a breaker at the beach moves a surfer on a board. You can fight it if you want. And sometimes you manage to get through the breakers to the waves beyond, but there's always another big one coming, and sooner or later it'll get you. This is the one that got me. Yes, for Evans Lawson.
2: That is, as I've told Evan, uh, his finest writing ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I agree. I agree.
2: And uh, I said, you if you take the feeling of that writing, and let it guide your life, you will be a vast,
1: vast success. Well, I easy,
2: think... But, but mandatory. I'm sorry, what? Not easy, but mandatory.
1: Yep, indeed. Well, Stephen, thanks for letting me read that. I think it's a good place to wrap things up since we won't... Uh, just a quick reminder again, everybody, that we won't be doing an Everything is Energy show next week on July 2nd. The office will be open, but we're we're not going to be doing a show and then the office will be closed on the Monday after the 4th of July week, and that will be July 6th. The office will be closed. So you might want to keep those dates in mind if you've got applications or renewals to get in. And, again, uh, you can send those forms directly via email to the office if you'd like, the address, or if you prefer mailing. All, both addresses are at the bottom of all the forms. Stephen, thank you so much for the, for the updates and the conversation. Totally enjoyable as always.
2: Thank you for um, sharing this with me, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to you Tuesday, and then we'll talk with everybody else in a couple weeks. <laughs> have, right. have, a, have a great holiday if you celebrated, everybody, and thanks for being with us today. Take good care now. Bye, right. Steven.